You are listening to Diverse Software Engineers Podcast, which inspires engineers to serve clients better, break glass ceilings, and enjoy lucrative work. Your hosts are Eric Lau, Chief Consultant at Brainly Butler Solutions, and Fatima Gelli, up-and-coming engineer. We focus on the soft essential skills which engineers, managers, and clients need to upgrade their software projects. software engineer or about career in general um when it comes to my career i'm not a hundred percent sure if like like what direction i should go with software because specifically i want to do something more in like game design mm-hmm. like that's why i'm going into programming because eventually i want to like design games i want to be more like your artistic half you know but i also want to be able to like code uh-huh. for games as well so like i don't know what direction to go exactly well, here, here's good news. I didn't know either. Like I, I told you before, like I was in pre-med for about, you know, till about second year university. And when I said, I can't handle it, I'm not doing this anymore. I switched to an art degree in communication. And at the time I was mm-hmm. thinking, oh, maybe I, one point actually, well, I consider actually becoming a public speaker. I was in Toastmasters for five oh. plus years. And I remember, I always remember, you know, going back to the unsolicited advice, I remember the very moment that I realized that I was, do not want to be in that industry. <laughs> I can tell you exactly what happened. I was in one of those self-help type of um, presentations slash like workshop type of thing. This person walked on stage and she said that you know, life and all those experiences and I say that I have a doctorate on life. And I swear when I heard that, like, like I had to like put my jaw, put it back up to my mouth. And I just walked out of that presentation. I walked out because I could not believe that someone had to go. I don't even know what word to describe. Like, declare herself a doctorate. Like we're not talking about Dr. Dre here, right? This is, <laughs> You know, it's not like you're a rapper coming up with a nickname, okay? <laughs> you sit, speak in for a crowd and go, you know, I have a doctorate. In That's insane. <laughs> I just walked up and I go, oh, you know what? I, I can't do this. I want to tell all the listeners out there is that it's okay. Wow. It's okay not to know where to go. A lot of people that I know, their career paths, they're not in a straight line. This whole idea that I know I'm going to do this, and then in a few, few years going to do that, and then A to B to C to D, that, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've, oh, I'm trying to think, have I ever met anyone who, who actually went that route? No, like, I don't think I have, actually. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's too much pressure to ask uh, someone in 18, 19, 20 years, Oh, oh, what are you going to do with life? How are you going to get there? And you be like, bang, 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 right? You know, maybe if you're Tony Hawk, right? If you're Tony yeah. Hawk, you know I'm going to be a, a, a pro skater. Okay, fine, right? Yeah. You know, LeBron James, you know, I know I want to be a great basketball player. I'm, you know, he's sub, sub, insanely amazing. That's what I hated about like the end of high school, like every single adult there would always just kind of be like, oh, what are you going to go into? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It kind of felt overwhelming because like, I, I don't have a very good idea of what I'm going to do, you know? 
and people say marriage, big commitment. Is marriage, you have a chance to date someone for five years or seven years or whatever, and pretty good idea what that person is before you get into it. Career, you ask you like, like, like going to a program and go, that's it. That's what you're going to do. It's, it's not absolutely ludicrous to me that we ask these questions of millennials and younger. It boggles my mind. I mean, I used to believe that too. So, you know, maybe I maybe it shouldn't bother my that much because I've been there. But <laughs> it's, I certainly would not ask my, my son that question. I know enough not, not, to be, be, not to do that. I can certainly assure you that not knowing is okay. Yeah. What I think is more important is that you do the best you can in, you know, whenever you do. Because changing careers happens. I remember I hire engineers too, right? Like I was a manager for, for, for a number of years. So I certainly have asked, met candidates that have, that have changed careers. And, that, and that's fine. What I, what I look for, though, is that, you, that you, you do the best that you do, right? You don't just coast or you just, like, just don't care. Sometimes I've, I have kind of come in and go, okay, I know that you just look, you're looking for a job, not necessarily a career for 15, 20 years. And that's okay. But while you're here, I, I do expect you to give your best. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what was your takeaway from what, from what I just said? You don't have to always know what you want to, like, where you are right now, you know? Like, I think I'm still kind of shocked by what you said that, that what that person said. I don't think anyone can really reach that stage ever in life. Or at least it's not very common to reach that stage where you just know exactly, like, you have a doctorate in life. Like, you know what you're doing. She's significantly older, right? She's not a twenties; she's in her forties and fifties. Like so, so, so that's a little bit of a context here. But even to to declare some doc, like the doctorate, I I just said, you know, I I just don't want to be in that industry where I have to make that type of grandiose claim. Don't get me wrong; she's pretty successful at it. Like she definitely gets gets a lot, you know, gigs and, and, and endorsements and whatnot because maybe you know there the are people who are attracted to that, who, and she can sell it. But I, I just don't, I know I don't want to be, I can't do that. And I feel, have a, just a gut, like, I just want to hurl. Like, I want to throw up. Yeah. You <laughs> know, in, in that moment, right? So, so, so I just knew I couldn't do it. So I'm like, well, I need to do something else. And, and of course, I wind up going back to a, a software development. And I think that's okay. If you want to get into game design, could have just put a video game, game design in the career path. <laughs> and, and see if we, uh, we, you know, get out somebody in the gaming and by the way to all your listeners if you know if you're a gaming developer you know somebody who talked to us about how you you get that you know get to be in the gaming industry was like to be a game designer or a game developer certainly uh, please reach out to us we'd we'll love to have you on podcast i will say though is this is that even if you are not you don't say want to code like for long term if you can code even if you just do the basic level there are certain level of respect i would say certain level of um, credibility which i think is very important because you're not the first person to ask you that question like, like i know it's like some people that you know, a person right in recent memory um his name's eric but he asked me like he wanted to be a manager okay yeah you know, andrew is fine but usually when you manage a, a group of people you have to have some understanding what they do right like you know, even if you learn all the organizational behavior and all those techniques you know you have to have the respect of the people that, that are under you they're going to look at you and they'll say, okay, do you know this? Do you know this? And if you don't, then who are you to tell me how I should do things? Who are you to evaluate me? So I'm not sure I'm getting the unsolicited territory. You're free to tell me if I'm getting there. <laughs> uh, no, no, I think it's all relevant, yeah. Simon Fraser has a career fairs, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, have you been to one of those? Um, I walked 
through one, but I haven't like actually interacted with anyone there. I would, especially. I'm pretty sure Electronic Arts EA ha- has something like that where they have a a booth there. I'm pretty sure they do. Just go in and ask them, right? Ask them like, you know, how to get in the industry and whatnot and things like that. And and that will help. So that's one thing I would do to get more information. Also, the other thing I would say, and as and I and I sort of alluded to it, you don't necessarily have to, you know, beeline to gaming, like just go straight to gaming. But you have to show that you've done best effort. I want to explain that a little bit more in a concrete way. If you're in university, get a degree. At least get to that point. And the reason I say that is that, you know, that there's different schools of thought, right? Some say, oh, university degree, it's, you don't really need it. And, you do, oh, you know, coding camps are better and, or, or self-taught's better. Like, some of the best people are self-taught. I'm like, oh, okay, there's not one size fits all. I'm sure that my listeners can back me up. Is that even a lot of the executives or CEOs, or whatever, that say that, oh, you don't need a degree. I, I, I didn't get it myself. Or even Bill Gates, you know, like somebody, you know, he, he's a college dropout or whatever, right? You say, you say that. Sure. But if you go to their website, go to Facebook, you go to Microsoft, you, and you go to the, the job postings, I will guarantee you that almost all of their positions in software engineering and whatnot uh, ask for a degree. There's a big difference between what people say and, and what people do. You want to get that degree. You can't get a degree, hey, you know what? That's not realistic or you just, you just don't learn well with it. That's fine. But no one's going to tell me that a degree means nothing or is completely unimportant. I certainly would be, in, it would be insane of me to tell that to a university student. But you always want to put your best foot forward, best effort. You don't tell people to tank the university education. That's just bad advice. And I have seen people give advice like that. And I called them on that. There's one person that, that was telling a, a, on a LinkedIn, telling a group of, of students, high school students, that the SATs are not important. Again, I had like this drop my jaw moment and I go, you can't be serious. To give advice like that, to tell people of doing the essay, to not study, what, are, you, are you literally telling them not to study and, and just throw it away? Statistics are very clear on this, that lack of high school or don't do in high school, you know, you don't have post, any sort of post-secondary, your prospects are dramatically lower, like a percentage. There will always be people who succeed without that. That will always happen. Yeah, definitely. Would you want to roll the dice <laughs> that you're, you're one of the exceptions? Mm-hmm. It, it goes back to our last episode about unsolicited advice. Why I'm allergy? Like I get allergic now. Like I get, I get like I can see my skin's on like like get itchy. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, have I answered your question? Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking what, that like um, for else? the area that I'm going towards, I think maybe computer science is more my thing than engineering. I'm actually want to ask you that question. I think I may have asked this, but I need to ask it in more earnest. What is the difference in, in that? Like, is, is engineering more hardware? Like, like in, in terms of computer I think science, based it, on just what it's, people it's more hardware? Because I haven't done anything computer science myself, so I can't judge it. But it seems like computer engineering is hardware, more hardware, while computer science is more soft. For example, yeah, like circuits. You're not going to learn circuits in computer science because you don't really need it there. But for a computer engineer, since they will kind of like work with the actual hardware of a computer too, that's where... That's where circuits are kind of needed. But I think for the kind of career path that I want to go down, I can't imagine ever needing, ever needing circuits, you know? 
I mean, you sound pretty sure that you want to go into gaming. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm yeah, not, I'm not, definitely I'm not, like gaming, right? or at least a design portion of gaming. Have you talked to your, your advisor or some supervisor about going to computer science? Like, is that, I, have, I mean, I can't imagine actually, that being that's all that That's why I'm taking two programming courses next semester because they're transferable. It's a little bit What's of a GPA you from issue. Right now? I need to be more competitive. Oh, so it's actually more competitive in computer no, science than computer engineering. Getting into a new degree in general, no matter what, is going to be a little competitive because, like, for example, when I was applying for computer science and computer engineering back when I was in high school, I think they're both very competitive. At that point, I had like a very competitive high school GPA. But in, in university, right. I, I let my GPA fall a little bit because I was like, I'm going to take it a bit more slow because there's nothing really to, you know, like I don't really have to fight to stay in it. But now, I, once again, I have to have a competitive GPA to get into a different degree. Because that's when they start, you know, like, um, to swap any degree, yes, you do need, like, a higher GPA to get in again. And you don't quite have it at this point? Is that, is, is, is that my... Yeah. So could you have gone, gone to um, computer uh, science right away from high school? They accepted me to both computer science and computer engineering right away. But because computer engineering was my first choice, they put uh, me there. It's less about what courses you take. As long as you get a degree. I'll see if I can get uh, somebody in gaming into the podcast. Actually, I, I, I do know. But uh, I haven't I haven't talked to this person in, in like five plus years. So <laughs> he, he's actually a director uh, at EA. But I think what I was general I get was and I, this is pretty common in other industries. Because remember, I was in the management for a while. That if someone presents to me uh, computer science versus computer engineering, I don't think I would have cared either way. You know, if you can switch, great. If you don't, it's I wouldn't put a ton of effort into it. What I would focus more on is. Well, I'll, I'll give you two things. One is you need to make yourself stand out. So how do you stand out from a crowd? And one is actually is what you're doing right now, being, being in the podcast. Because it shows initiative, right? It shows that you care about this industry. You want to be in it and you want to do things that other people don't do, right? Episode about the dare to suck. I talk about the wall, right? The walls are, are there for a reason. If it was that easy, you wouldn't get the wages that software engineers get. There's got to be a difficulty, otherwise it's not lucrative profession. You understand? The two go hand in oh, hand. So you need to make yourself stand out. You need to stand out from the crowd, talk to experts, interviewers, and other software engineering field. That will help a lot. I have an entire new episode on how I got my first development job, and, and I had to really struggle because I graduated software program right in the middle of dot-com bus in 2003. It was really hard to get a job, uh, a development job, because everybody's laying people off. Who you know matters a lot. I know other people have said it. Some people say, oh, yeah. software engineering. Oh, they're crying out for people. Da, da, da. That hasn't changed. Who you know and having them look at you as a person they've seen or they've heard versus just a name on a piece of paper. I don't think I can overemphasize how important that is. So that's number one. Number two is get mentor. Not one. Get as, ma as many as you can. You're a great star. You have myself as one. I will encourage you to reach out further than that. Get, preferably get one that's in game design. That may not be possible, but you should at least give it a college try. How do you meet people like that? It's meetup. Now, nowadays, there's a pandemic. It is virtual, which is a shame because there is still no substitute for seeing people eye to eye. When they see your face, you see theirs, and you shake their hand. It's, that's still the best way to... To really make an impression. Yeah. But in a pandemic, hey, you know, you, you gotta you gotta adapt, right? 
So practically all the meetups are now virtual, which may some ways be actually better for you because you don't have to actually physically go downtown. So they go to meetup and look for gaming industry. Like there should be a gaming industry meetup or something about working video games and whatnot. Get on that, get on that group and show up. Show a couple of sessions. Don't Don't just go one and done. You want to go at least a couple of times so that people will start to see you as a regular participant. And once you've become a regular participant, then you can, you know, broaden your reach and start asking, you know, questions about men, what it's like. Sometimes just straight up ask, you know, I like to be in the industry. What can, uh, where should I go? Or, or would you like to be my mentor? You can, you can be that front. There's a reason why people set up meetups, right? They want to help. They want to uh, uh, share knowledge and, and have that uh, camaraderie. Um, so, yeah, I will definitely try to look into advice from people who are more in the industry or like in the game design kind of area, I agree. I probably should look into that as well. I would start listening to more podcasts because I know for a fact, I'm pretty sure there is a podcast for video game designers. Oh, really? I am. I am almost positive. The sheer volume and amount of stuff that out there is, yeah, it's quite a bit. I would honestly look for that. Oh, you should. <laughs> uh, me doing that again. If I make a suggestion that... You, you can check it out and see if you can find a podcast that you like, that talks about a subject. You can even ask them to be on their podcast or ask them to be, to be on our podcast. Podcasts love to support other podcasts because a rising tide lifts all ships. Okay. I think I am going to look into other podcasts, definitely, at least listening to them. Absolutely. It helps you at least three ways. One is it helps you be a better host to communicate better, which, by the way, is critical to getting a job, interview skills, yeah. both as an interviewer, as an interviewee. For example, start asking questions about conflict that you had, or, or sometimes you get unsolicited advice, or and how do you deal with that, and how do you deal with a co-worker that hard to work with. Like, you have to be able to answer those things in an interview. You will get asked those questions. Number two, there are a few things that a podcast person hosts, like ourselves, love more than having listeners that, that want to engage with them. You know, you subscribe to them and you engage with them. They would love to add, uh, help you out. The very act of listening, right, to the podcast, you learn about is industry right for me. What you know, what what does the day to day look like? Part of your question, you probably want, want to ask these podcasts. Maybe they or maybe they already have an episode that covers that. I think this is a good point to end the ask your mentor type of a segment. Why won't you tell me what your uh, action plan is? What are you plan to do? Yeah, I think I'm definitely gonna. Look into other podcasts first, you know, like look into special game design ones. Hopefully, maybe I can even ask some questions if they have like any ability to ask questions to them. And then I guess I'll also have to look into co-op. You know, hopefully at least try to get it maybe next semester, if not the semester after. You're going to go do that. And maybe, in, no, no, in, let's say in two weeks, I will ask you how it goes. And you can share with our Listeners, so how it went, what what have you done, and find out if it works. If it works, our listeners like to hear about it. If it doesn't work, that's also good information too, right? Good way to go. Anything else um, that you want to address tonight? I think that's about it. I think we covered a lot today. and I think it was all pretty good. All right. Well, thank you all, all the, the listeners out there. Thank Stay you. Safe. Merci. Congratulating yourself for listening. By engaging with us, you are already well ahead of the pack. Please subscribe, share with others, and post about it on social media. For feedback and suggestions for future episodes, please go to the podcast website, dsepodcast.com.